0: Hi, welcome to this week's edition of on tap presented by fcsi of the americas i'm wade kayler executive director and on tap this week i have the pleasure of welcoming a member of fcsi's conference planning committee amongst other committees that she served on and an accomplished food service consultant she's a music playing snowboarding rock climbing member from colorado please welcome executive principal of RICA design Ms. tara schroeder tara welcome to the show Hi,
1: Wade. Uh, great to see you, and thank you for the opportunity to be on
0: this. Well, thank you for joining us. It's actually great to see you as well. I, uh, You know, being on conference planning, we were supposed to see each other for quite a long time in Austin last year, uh, but obviously that didn't work out for us. But uh, we'll have other events coming up hopefully in 2021 and 2022. Uh, I guess at this point it's a matter of waiting and seeing. Um, mm-hmm. So the whole series of on tap has kind of been to get to know our members a little bit better. Um, what, what I learned in the beginning was uh, of COVID last year was not everybody really knew each other or especially saw each other. And Zoom kind of changed the whole way we knew each other as an association. So this way we're kind of getting a chance to everybody to be in front of the camera and also a little bit of professional, a little bit of personal life. So I promise to be gentle today and I, I hope uh, we'll have some fun. Um, to get started though, I, you know, just tell me a little bit about your background. How did you get your start and, and beginning in food service consulting?
1: Sure. Well, it definitely was not a linear path uh, to get here. Like, so some of us, some of us have, you know, I think uh, it's not really a surprise that I ended up in the industry just because uh, food and restaurants have just always been something I've I've loved. And, you know, most of my memories as a, uh, as a kid revolve around that. Uh, but, um, you know, I, you know, I went to uh I went to school at USC and my dad taught dentistry there. I think everyone in my family was hoping I'd turn out to be a dentist. Um, but uh but lo and behold, I ended up in the food service industry. Uh so you know, I kind of what got me in there, you know, like anyone else, I did waitressing, worked at coffee houses, you know, ran ice cream store, but it was really whole foods market that kind of got me into the industry and just kind of leading a few departments for them running their green mission program for the Rocky Mountain region. And then uh, just kind of being involved with opening new stores. When I worked for them was when they were really starting to take off. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of opened my eyes a little bit to what other opportunities were there. And then I worked at actually a BSI Kevry for a little bit too, kind of, uh, you know, on that side, doing customer service. And that's what kind of introduced me to RICA. And I've just been lucky. I've been at Ricken now for 13 years, so um, just had some really world-class mentors uh, and, you know, designers, uh, champions that really kind of supported my growth to go from uh, being entry-level project manager to where, where I am now.
0: Well, that's fantastic. Uh, linear plath there, I think.
1: Uh, it, it's, <laughs> it just
0: naturally went right up to where you're at now. I, I think that's a perfect way. Um, well, Rika does a lot of different projects, obviously you've got your hands in everything, but is there anything that you personally work on as far as segments of the industry? Do you focus on two or three, or do you kind of have your hands into everything that they do?
1: So it kind of, kind of our philosophy here is really to have every principal work in all different market segments. So I've been lucky enough to be able to work in all of those, uh, you know, and it's, um, you know it's it's fun just because you know there's different high profile projects that we can work on there's maybe ones at least for me kind of my passions very much in sustainability so being able to work on ones that have a focus on on that uh, and. You know, there's definitely a few projects, you know, when we have the opportunity for it to come up where maybe there's a project that we do pro bono. And I've been had a chance to work on two of those. And those are those have probably been, at least for me, like the most notable ones, because it's something that's really connected to the community.
0: What are some of those like in particular you've worked on?
1: So the two that I'm thinking of. So one of them is called Children's Rescue Mission. It was a, it's a project in Honduras that I worked on uh, many years ago and so really the goal was for the community for it to be a place where school children could come and get free meals but then it also had a teaching kitchen so the parents could come and learn different skill sets to be able to work in hospitality. Mm-hmm. So that was a kind of a kind of a crazy one to, to work on too because all the equipment was donated as well. Oh, wow. uh, but it was a lot of fun and it was um, very successful. And one of the things that they were they said too is, you know, we don't know if the power is going to be consistent. Our power <laughs> is consistent. It might just turn off randomly. So that that definitely made for some interesting uh, conversations about design too. And the other one is a Project Angel Heart, which is here in in Denver, and they deliver uh, meals to terminally ill patients. And so we um, were were able to design the commissary for that. And um, it's great that it's nearby. And it's something that that our team, that I have been able to continue volunteering. Unfortunately, with COVID, they're not accepting outside volunteers right now, which I understand. But uh, but it was it's just a really great organization to be part of.
0: That's fantastic. We're two great programs, too. And, and you're right uh, with some of the, pro- with Honduras especially, the, the power thing is interesting. Uh, I've done an event in, uh, in the Dominican Republic where you never knew when the power would roll through. And so you could be in the middle of an event and the entire ballroom would go black. Um, so you, it's, it's very much more challenging at times when we take for granted sometimes what, what we have here in the U.S. But, um, it's great to to know that at least they plan for it, and you can spec spec right. the uh, equipment for it. They can handle that. Um, that's right. No,
1: that's absolutely right.
0: You talked a little bit about mentors. Tell me who's had who's been your most influential person in your professional life.
1: Definitely. Well, it's hard because there's been a lot. You know, I think that you know I, I don't know if if I can't I'm probably gonna have to mention all. Are <laughs> 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 there gonna be conversations I'm right. gonna have to have after this? <laughs> Um, you know, I think the great thing too, um man, I can't I can't just give you a straight answer on this. The thing is that there's people um outside of RICA too that have. I mean, that's the great thing about this industry, right? Is the connections we make with everyone. So even people who who are you know with manufacturers or clients that I've worked with, um or, uh, you know, just, or even other consultants in the industry, you know, there's, there's so many people that I could identify as a mentor, but within, within Ricca, just directly related to my career, you know, I, I'd say that, you know, Lenny, Canenzio, Kathleen, Celia, and Tom Ricca definitely have yeah. been the most influential. Um, I, I definitely learned a lot from Kathleen and she kind of took me under a wing and you know it's so important you know when you're coming up in the industry to really have a champion like somebody who's yeah. not just going to mentor you but somebody who's going to say hey there's this new project why don't you take the lead on it uh yeah. you know and she really offered me a lot of those opportunities uh to be able to do that,
0: that that's great and, and what a what a name to have there as well with kathleen Seely, who whose uh history with fcsi um being the first president of the of the society on a global basis and and council of fellow member and and everything else those are not that Tom's not either because Tom is a legend in this industry as well and and Lenny's no slouch himself he just hasn't been in there as long as they have yet but those are three great names obviously to have if you're going to have a a, a a few mentors those are good ones to have behind you that's for sure what is something that when people meet Tara would never envision you to be, whether it's a hobby or a habit, what's a secret or something about Tara that people would be shocked to find out that you do or, or like, or love or something like that.
1: Really hard way. I feel like I'm such an open book. I mean, you might've, I feel like I talk about my kids all the time. So everyone knows that I have kids. I feel like, you know, um, maybe the things would be the things that you mentioned at the top, you know, the play, playing music, the rock climbing and, and snowboarding. Um, nice. I, yeah. I, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one to answer. I guess like, like everyone else, sometimes I, you know, binge watch Netflix. Yeah. Movies, yeah. that, <laughs> that people might, might not expect.
0: But. Well, I know from, from knowing you for a few years now, I know that you traveled quite a bit for Rika, uh, over the last few years with, with COVID that's happened over the last year. Tell me, How has your life changed not having as much travel? And I guess kind of even going back to the music and stuff, is there anything maybe new that you've learned or learned about yourself by not having that travel anymore?
1: Yeah, um, new that I've learned. I guess it's, uh, you know, for me, it was just being outside a lot. Uh, you know, especially during the summer. So just trying to take advantage of that. So uh, I never had a paddleboarded before. And I learned that became quite, quite an avid uh, paddle paddleboarder uh, by the end of the summer. I, I think that it's been, um, you know, I think, I think if anything, I, it made me aware of how much time I was traveling. Uh, But it's, pretty amazing how quickly that time can get filled. I think think when I was looking to the future, thinking like, oh, I might not be traveling for a couple of months. I was like, okay, what are all the projects that I want to do around the house? What are all the new skills they want to learn? And then lo and behold, all of that time got completely filled up and here we are in November. So I I, I think there was a (laughs) lot of things that I had on that list, Wade, but I have not um, and music was one of them like, Oh, that's great. You know, I'll get back into piano and guitar. <laughs> None of that's happened. unfortunately.
0: Well, I'll peel back the curtain for you. And that is, uh, my master bathroom in my house is still taped off to paint. And I did <laughs> yeah. that, uh, eight months ago. And that was one of the first things when COVID first kicked in that I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do some things like this. And it's still taped, but it's never been touched still. So there's guilty. Of, well, thank you. That all, makes me feel all of us a are bit guilty. Better. That's right. All <laughs> yeah. of us are guilty of it. What is what is a piece of advice you'd give to somebody, uh, a younger person, or somebody coming, uh, looking to make a career change, that maybe is interested in becoming a food service consultant?
1: Sure. It's uh, you know it's great. I've been involved in a lot of the hiring that we've had over the past couple of years, and so it's a question that kind of comes up a lot just as we're bringing in new team members who, um, you know, who who maybe aren't directly in the industry. And so, you know, they kind of want to know. And and I think it's, it's really just comes down to like, be interested, you know, have a learner's mind, you know, there's so much uh, to learn about the industry just from, you know, different projects or trends or equipment or concepts, you know, you always kind of have to be gathering as much information as you can uh, to, to really be able to, you know, have great conversations with, with your clients. Uh, And then I think it's important to to, to listen and to have fun. You know, everything that we do as consultants is in teams, you know, like we work, we work with teams, you know, both with our, our staff, and then also on projects, you know, you work with all different kinds of people. So it's really important to be a good listener. Yeah. And I think for any, any advice for any job that anyone is yeah. is, is doing is have fun, right? Yeah. Like you should, you, you know, we spend so much time at work. You really should choose something that you're interested in, passionate about, and remember to have a good time.
0: Oh, very, very, very well put. Uh, well, that's all the formal questions I've got for you, but I, I do like to end these interviews with some kind of fun, lightheartedness, if you will. So, um I've got a set of questions based on the Would You Rather series. And so I, I'm going to run these down if you're, if you're game to play. And that is uh, to kind of look into the mindset of Tara.
1: Sure. Let's, let's do it.
0: All right. Would you rather be covered in snakes or be covered in bees?
1: <laughs> bees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be able to sing or be able to dance?
1: Sing, for sure.
0: Would you rather own a restaurant or own a dollar store.
1: <laughs> this is, is going to be so much insight. Oh my gosh! <laughs> own a dollar. Own a dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> we we know too much, Wade.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather give up TV for a year or give up the internet for a year?
1: I'll give up TV. That's easy.
0: Would you rather be able to teleport anywhere or be able to read minds?
1: Oh, oh, that's tricky. Probably teleport. Traveling is too much fun.
0: Okay. Would you rather have all the traffic lights you approach turn green or never have to stand in line again?
1: (laughs) Never have to stand in line again.
0: (laughs) Would you rather see your future or fix your past?
1: Um... Oh, boy. Uh, that's see a, my future.
0: That's a deep one, isn't it?
1: That is. That is. I want to it. Wasn't, it's hard to go from traffic <laughs> lights to, <laughs> to something so reflective. Well,
0: I, I got a few more lighthearted ones for you. I won't end you on okay, that. okay. Would you rather have unlimited first class plane tickets or never have to pay for food at restaurants?
1: Oh, never have to pay for food at restaurants.
0: <laughs> would you rather only be able to use a fork and no spoon? Or use a spoon and no fork for the rest of your life? Spoon. Okay. Would you rather be an unknown superhero or a famous villain?
1: <laughs> unknown superhero.
0: Double dipping when it comes to food. Yes or no?
1: Dep- how many people are watching? <laughs> no. um, <laughs> Uh no! No good double question. Dimming, double dimming. I'll, I'll remember that the next time we're at a conference
0: planning meeting. Watch Tara. Terry, right, right.
1: right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you have your own snacks <laughs> off so here to the side.
0: No, no, that hummus is for you. <laughs> and the last one: Would you rather fight a duck the size of a horse, or one hundred horses the size of ducks? <laughs>
1: 100 horses the size
0: of dogs. Perfect, perfect. Who perfect.
1: came up with that one? Oh, it was that something that Eric was helping me
0: yeah, out with? It's kind of a, a team atmosphere here, but Matt from Eric's team definitely threw that last one at us for.
1: That's really creative. It I'm is.
0: Impressed. Cake or pie? Uh, Cake. Toilet paper over the roll or under the roll? <laughs>
1: uh, under.
0: Okay. And then last but not least, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say FCSI?
1: Oh, um, <laughs> maybe I'm pandering, but really a great organization with a lot of great people.
0: Oh, I, I don't think that's pandering at all. I think it sounds perfect. <laughs> well, Tara, thank you for joining me today. How, tell me, how can people get a hold of you and, and find more about you and Ricca?
1: So the best thing to do would be to go to our website um, rica.com and you can see kind of a little bit more about projects we've worked on, who we are, and be able to reach out if there's any questions.
0: Perfect. Well, Tara, again, thank you so much. It was great seeing and talking to you today and uh, appreciate you joining me.
1: You too. Thank you, Wade.
0: Well, that wraps up this edition of On Tap presented by FCSI of the Americas. If you enjoyed today's show, please do me a favor, like, subscribe, and share the show. Check back next week when we interview another FCSI member Consultant. But until then, cheers.